Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here alongside Pistol Pete. Uh, Pistol, how about that uh, bloodshed of a game last night? Uh, great game for me. Uh, Pat's defense got him in two leagues. They've just been unreal. I mean, 128 points total throughout the year right now. You got more than any wide receiver does. That's insane. Yeah, 20 points a game out of a defense is absurd. Uh, definitely winning teams a lot of a lot of fantasy football matchups, honestly. That's, that's tough to come back from when you're streaming a defense for 10 to 12 points and yours is putting up 29. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy what they're doing. Uh, I figured they'd have a good game, but two touchdowns, another punt block for a touchdown, like, no one's accounting for that. It's week un- in and week they're out. playing dumpster fire teams, to be honest, though. Um, just just really juicy matchups to start the year. And that's just, I mean, the defense is playing well as, like on that side of football. But when you're playing the Giants, Dolphins, Jets to start the year, it's, it's a cakewalk right now. And it's just a great, it was a great pickup. About week two, I'm guessing everybody picked up the Patriots defense. I feel like it should have been like I feel like I failed in my fantasy football prep not looking at their schedule and just drafting the Patriots defense. Yeah, I mean, I was happy to pick them up, and they're just carrying me, like you said, to start. We, I mean, it's a lot of points to make up. It's almost it's a big advantage. It's it's huge. Uh, I I'm pretty sure every team that has Patriots defense has a winning record, if that says anything. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. But uh, other guys there, uh, Julian Edelman, he balled out. I mean, Josh Gordon left the game with injury. Um, didn't return. You got Dorsett out with a hamstring injury. Like all it is, it's Edelman. It's my boy, Sonny Michelle. <laughs> Not getting goal line carries. Yeah, Jesus. James, James White. And then, I mean, I think I think Jacoby Myers is going to be a cheeky pickup this week. I don't – he had one nice catch. But going forward, if Dorsett and Gordon are going to have these lingering in- injuries, I think uh, Jacoby Myers, who kind of put up in preseason, could be a cheeky little ad this week. Yeah, he looked pretty good out there. Uh, honestly, wasn't that familiar with the guy, but – he stood out on a few of his catches, honestly. Yeah, he got a lot of he got a lot of preseason hype. Kobe Myers did, so that'll be interesting. That's always something I look for is a guy that got the hype in the preseason, but didn't really didn't really make the starting lineup, and now he's going to get an opportunity. It looks like so, uh, definitely a guy I like going forward, possibly. Um, Patriots defense just made Daniel Jones look like a rookie quarterback, though. Yeah, I was never going to start anyone on the Giants. Yeah. I mean, they're missing so many playmakers and Bill Belichick guys 11 and 0 against rookie quarterbacks like he just feasts on them yeah I mean he's just gonna throw things at them that they just haven't seen and like I kind of made a comment about it we were watching the game second half and it was just you watch you watch New England like rush the passer and they're like D-line is so good at like staying in their lane and so when like Daniel Jones tries to like roll right like a lot of like the the right end will like go after him, but then the left end's gonna try to like chase. Where on a New England defensive line, that left end stays where he's at. Like 
he's containing, which is what he's supposed to do. But a lot of people don't have that discipline. And so Daniel Jones would like roll right and then try to circle back around. And the guy's just waiting there for him. And it's just like you don't see a discipline pass rush like that. I, I feel like it was throwing Daniel Jones off. And that's what Bill Belichick's really good at doing is manipulating that pocket and making a rookie quarterback very uncomfortable. And they don't know how to pass in the pocket that he is creating, which is just like, that's just how next level Bill Belichick is, is he creates the pocket that the quarterback has to pass in. Yeah. He, I mean, the guy's just a genius defensively. And the only thing I didn't like about, I know he didn't have a lot of places to throw to, but you cannot throw to Stefan Gilmore's way that often. I mean, no. And there was a crucial third down and he, I remember specifically threw it at Stefan Gilmore, man to man coverage and I, like he throws it, and I just like I was just like, "What are you throwing at Gilmore for in this situation?" Like Golden Tate, like I, like come on now, like you've you got to be smarter than that as like Daniel Jones. Like you can't go after the best corner in the league yeah. on third down. No. And and the guy I was watching the game with was like, "He's got to catch that ball." I'm like, Gilmore deflected the ball is all over him. Like no way that guy is ever catching that football. Yeah, it was just a, it was going to be a rough night. Most people expected that. Uh, I just, I was hoping for one defensive touchdown on the Patriots, but two is just two. icing on the cake. Yeah, James White had a nice game out of the backfield. Sony Michelle had a nice rushing game. Um, definitely a guy trending up as far as fantasy football goes. Is Sony Michelle? He's had a couple nice matchups and he's produced, and that's kind of what you want out of a uh, out of one of your players. He's got like three more good ones coming up. So uh, definitely I have Sony Michelle in one league and I like I'm plugging him. He, he, he gets volume. He's a volume back. He does get volume. I just hate seeing Tom Brady get those. Yeah, that, no, that was painful to watch. Like you gotta, (laughs) like, that's why you like Sony Michelle though. Is like the goal line opportunities. And when they just sneak it from the, they snuck it through. Two times in a row from like the three, got two yards and then snuck it again. And I just like F my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, any like, I, I don't know if there's much more to talk about as far as that stupid Thursday night football game. Like, no, that's about it. I hate Thursday night football games. That's yeah, terrible to watch. Too many penalties. <laughs> just nobody, the players don't want to play on Thursday night anyway. It's. They got to do something about it, and hopefully the next CBA agreement, they might figure something out. Anyways, sweet and sours for the week. Sweet matchups, sour matchups. What do you got? Uh, my first sweet quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray, at home against Atlanta. Everyone's torching Atlanta. Yep. And Kyler Murray's coming off one of his best games of the year. Uh, last week, used his legs more. I think he's going to do it again. And I think him and – I mean, I don't – and Fitz, I think they're just going to eat. Yeah, I like Fitz a lot. Um, Murray just looks like he's now finally playing at NFL speed. It looked like the first couple weeks he thought he was faster than everybody, which he's like really fast, but it's like he actually has an understanding of his speed versus everybody else. And he just looks a lot more comfortable. He knows what guys to like make miss, what guys he like can't outrun, you know, and he just looks way more comfortable running in the open field now, which I like. I own him in a league, and I just think going forward, he's just one of those like cheat codes. Like he's going to be Lamar Jackson esque, but I think he's a better thrower than Lamar Jackson. I love Kyler Murray. I love him this week. I'm, 
I'm going to have at least 50% of them in DraftKings. He's he's got good weapons. They they're a pass happy offense. Slam dunk pick. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you've got and Kyler Murray is a guy you probably draft as a backup quarterback too. And so Yeah, I like, started him over Aaron Rodgers last week. I've got like my sour matchups. Uh I've got Carson Wentz at Minnesota. So if you have like Wentz and Murray, like plug in Murray over Wentz all day. Yeah, Murray's the play. Uh who's your uh, sweet? My uh, sweet quarterback is Gardner Minshew. Uh, he plays home versus New Orleans. I just I see New Orleans putting up some good points, and I I like what I see out of Minshew, and I think he's just a solid. Like if you're streaming quarterback, I I would rather start Minshew home versus New Orleans than a guy like Stafford at Green Bay. Yeah, like that's kind of where my thought process is on that. Minshew's just like consistently around that 20 point mark. Dude, I just love his swagger, yeah. man. Like that guy just he, he goes out and balls, man. I, I he love it. He throws it deep too. Like his average yards per attempt, like it's about 10 plus. Like well, he came from like the Mike Leach sense system. Like he's a gunslinger. Oh, yeah. They're airing it out in Washington State, and he's airing it out here. And I think like the team, his swagger, what you say, like the team believes they have a chance to win. Yeah. I mean, he's making DJ Chark look I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Jags try to trade Nick Foles. Yeah, I I agree with that. That'd be, like, cheeky. Kind of like almost like a Matt Flynn situation with Russell Wilson back in the day. You know, I know. All the Dolphins, you know. Oh, someone will bite on Nick Foles. Yeah, Matt Flynn balled those couple weeks in Green Bay. (laughs) Yeah. Green Bay capitalized on that. Yeah, um, Minshew, I mean, he's cheaper. You can just get out from that Nick Foles contract, and there's so many bad quarterbacks in the league. Nick Foles is better than a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Um, Who's your sour quarterback? Sour quarterback at home, Jared Goff against that Niners defense. I'm sour on him every week. (laughs) I know his numbers are usually better at home, but I just think Bosa, D4, that line's going to eat on him. And Todd Gurley being iffy. Not going to be a hundred percent. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. Honestly, I think San Fran could win that game in their house. Yeah, I, honestly, I think San Fran's good defense. And yeah, golf, golf is just not it. Like I just don't believe in golf. I'm not a believer, and that's a for real defense. And they, they got a pass rush to make golf uncomfortable. I like that pick. Yeah. What about yours? What's your sour? Uh, Wentz, oh. like I said, yeah, at Minnesota, um, just a tough defense on the road like i just like i look at it like you might not be benching ones but like i don't think you're loving that matchup yeah i don't think his ceiling's high at all and he honestly hasn't hasn't produced that well he hasn't really hit his ceiling yet. yeah he hasn't uh yeah that's a tough matchup uh i'm playing kyler murray like you said if you have him maybe he's a gardener Minshew. honestly seriously like it it's just not a good not a good uh good matchup. Mike Zimmer's tough D uh D guy, and I just don't know if they're gonna get the running game going. I think it's gonna make them really one dimensional. And I just I don't I don't see that game really hitting the over, in my opinion. I've got uh Kenyon Drake as my sweet matchup of the week. Wow for running back. <laughs> That'd be a hot take. Yeah, I mean he's he's home versus Washington. Are they? Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, yeah, it's a home game. Um, I just I just see that game script being favorable, and so Kenyon Drake is yeah. I think he's a cheeky start in the flex. Like 
you got bye weeks coming up now. Uh, DraftKings lineups, even like Kenny Drake, man, the guy he's talented. He's so talented, but they just never give him the ball. I feel like I mean he's underutilized. He's a free agent. He's getting like fifteen touches a game. He just hasn't done anything this year. Well, yeah, because they're behind all the time. I think this is finally a game where they're not behind like the whole game. I mean, I hope so. If he's, I mean, someone's got to win that game. Someone does have to win the game. <laughs> uh, Actually, be, someone doesn't have to win the game. It could true. be a tie. I feel like I just have to be like my roster's got to be thin to put Kenyon Drake in there. I don't know. I've I've seen some thin <laughs> rosters. I like if your team is four and one, like yours are, but. <laughs> You're probably not starting Kenny Drake, but if you're two and three or three and two, like I mean, this is the week he should do something because, like I said, Wayne Goldman did something against the Redskins. Exactly, Kenny so. Drake. I feel like this has got to be my my boast. <laughs> like I got to give him something for Kenny Drake. I don't know who you got. Oh, uh, I got Carryon Johnson against my Packers on Monday night. Yeah, they look I, like Swiss cheese. They do against the run. I just feel like that game is going to be grinded out. I think both backs are going to do well. I don't see Stafford throwing it over the, all over the yard in that game. Mm-hmm. But on Johnson, I think he's going to put up 100 yards plus on that Packers defense. No, that's a good play for sure. Definitely a plus matchup. Uh, who's your uh, sour at running back? I mean, it's it's another one of those guys that he's he's like a flex play guy. I'm trying to I'm trying to help you guys out. Don't don't play Jordan Howard. All right. Do do not fall for this like smoke and mirrors, Jordan Howard. No. Like at Minnesota, fade that. Like, I'm saying like start Kenyon Drake over Jordan Howard all day, every day. I don't know, like like you said, like a winning team is not probably starting Jordan Howard regardless. But I have seen Jordan Howard in some lineups. Yeah, he's got. I don't a, like that. He's gotten a few touchdowns. I mean, he scored last week against. So I don't think. I, I don't think this is the week, though. Oh, I don't either. Minnesota's but I could tough. definitely see people like. Oh, he scored twice. And, yeah. You know, he scored three times in two weeks. Uh, let's just put him in there. In Minnesota, don't do it. Don't do it, guys. Don't, don't do start it. Jordan Howard. Um, a guy I've got might not be a popular pick, but uh, I've got Melvin Gordon. I just, I think. Honestly, I know he's hadn't played a lot in the rust, but if you watched last week's game, like 12 carries for 31 yards, Eckler's in on a lot of passing downs. Not saying like Pittsburgh's defense isn't terrible, but I just think Eckler's volume takes Melvin Gordon's ceiling like way down. I think, yeah, I see where I see where you're coming from in the sense of like he's going to probably produce less than what people are anticipating because. I know he's like projected like 16 points like on ESPN PPR league. Like I don't like he might not hit 16 points. I I could see him getting in the end zone and that's going to salvage his fantasy day at the end like when it's all said and done. But I I still see Melvin Gordon getting like 15 touches. He's not going to get like the 20 touches he was seeing last year like it's not that Melvin Gordon yet. He's got to still get up to speed. He hasn't been playing. He hasn't been playing um I just don't know if Melvin Gordon's ever going to be that guy he was last year, honestly. Because they're not just going to shelf Austin Eckler. But Austin Eckler was never shelved last year. Yeah, but Austin Eckler was fantasy viable last year. I mean, he's way more viable this year, though. Like he's had. Yeah, well, Gordon's been out, and then last year or last week, 
15 catches is absurd. It is, like for 84 yards. <laughs> I don't like Eckler's fine. I think Eckler's a fine flex play going forward, but I just Melvin Gordon's still the guy that's going to be leading that backfield when it's all said and done, in my opinion. Like, I just he's a better in between the tackles runner. He offers the versatility out of the backfield as well. Eckler's a very good running back, though. And so, like you're saying, he's going to still play. He's going to take snaps. It's not it's not Christian McCaffrey dominating the snaps. He's not top five running back this this year. Like I, I just don't see that happening. Maybe if he gets going and he gets hot, maybe Melvin Gordon turns into that. But I think going forward, he's just said he's going to be a high-end RB2. I think Melvin Gordon will be. Yeah, we'll agree to disagree on that. I think they're both kind of flex plays going forward. I think they're just going to cancel each other out. I think they're both kind of that 14, 15 point guys. That'll be interesting how the Chargers end up utilizing them. Definitely something I'm keeping an eye on. I own Melvin Gordon in a a league, so I will definitely be keeping track of his his snap counts, uh, routes run, how many carries is he getting, all – Red zone attempts. I'm, I'm gonna. Be, I'm all like. I'm dialed in on Melvin Gordon and what he does this week because I think it'll show the trend and what they're doing. So they didn't really utilize him a ton last week. They they tried to get him going on the ground, couldn't get him going. It's his first game back though. Yeah, I'm not worried. Uh, who's your sweet for a receiver? Uh, Michael Gallup. Love love Michael Gallup. I. Preseason, I thought he was the best wide receiver on that team over Amari Cooper. I This guy is just very good at high-pointing the ball. He makes tough, contested catches, runs great routes. I I love Michael Gallup, and so I think he's going to eat against the uh, Jets secondary, and I, I think this is kind of the last week to get Michael Gallup if you want Michael Gallup. Like, I just traded for him in our league, so I'm – Willing to now go on and tell him about that trade. It's kind of uh, a juicy trade. Yeah. So I, I traded Juju Smith Schuster and my Malcolm Brown, and I received Michael Gallup and Tevin Coleman. So I'm all I'm I'm all in on Michael Gallup. The guy's averaging 17 points a game in the games he's played. He comes back and gets 14 targets off injury. Like I I love it. Like I can't say it enough. I like Gallup too, and, and Dak loves Gallup. Like that's important. He's like you said, he's getting the targets, and Dak looks for him often. Yeah, and he'll air it out to him. Well, he's a guy that doesn't have to be open to throw him the ball. Yep. Which yeah. is like like Amari Cooper has to be wide open because yeah, like, and he still might not catch the ball. Yeah, Gallup's got great hands, and like you said, he high points the ball well. Like he'll just go get it. Yeah, if you give him a chance, he's going to come down with it more often than not. He's and, a stud. I. They're not paying Amari Cooper. The Cowboys, no way they pay Amari Cooper this offseason. That's a, that's a cheeky take, too. <laughs> Dude, I, I would put money on it with anybody that wants to bet me if the Cowboys sign him. There's no way they sign him. Well, uh, my uh, sweet play is uh, another guy in that Atlanta-Arizona game. It's Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley's going to feast on that Arizona defense. And this is the last week. I think you can – Patrick Peterson's coming back after next week. So, like, I like Ridley just because he's not the main guy there. And, I mean, I don't even know who the slot corner is in Arizona. They're getting care. torched. They're just getting torched. And he's coming off a good game last week. Matt Ryan's going to throw it early and often. 
I don't see how Ridley doesn't hit 15 points this week. Honestly. I think, yeah, I think Ridley's definitely a guy you got to get in your lineup, like, no uh, doubt, because the opportunity is just too high. There's going to be a lot of plays run. Arizona likes to, to push the tempo. Neither defenses are really that great. I, It's just a great game to stack in DFS. Definitely get those guys into your lineups overall. Because I know Ridley's kind of struggled. He had a good game last week, though, so I think a lot of owners are definitely probably going to put him in their lineups. But leading up to last week, Ridley was kind of struggling. And he's definitely someone that can fade out of an offense. But I just – you got to play him for the big play upside, yeah, honestly. Yeah, just the volume. Yeah. Uh, who's your last sour? Uh, I think Kenny Galladay has got a tough matchup. Jair Alexander, he – like, I just see him locking up Kenny Galladay. I – like, I kind of like Marvin Jones a little bit more. Uh, if Hawkinson plays, I like Hawkinson. Um, Galladay's a stud, don't get me wrong. And, like, I don't know who you're probably starting over Galladay. But, like, maybe Ridley is a guy that you got that you could start over Galladay. Um, I, don't I, I, I know you've got DJ Chark on your list there yeah. as your sour. Yeah. And I like DJ Chark this week. I'm the opposite. And so... I would consider DJ Chark. Why? Why? Why do you think uh, two words? Chark's a sour. Two words. Marshawn Lattimore. I don't want any guy going up against Marshawn Lattimore. He's locked in down number ones. I think D.D. Westbrook is going to be a sneaky play. He got torched by DeAndre Hopkins though. Week yeah, week one. It was, it was a month ago. I'm just like, I think Marshawn Lattimore is a. Quality corner, don't get me wrong. Held Mike Evans to zero. Held Amari yeah. Cooper to almost nothing. Yeah, but you're talking about guys that don't really have the size-speed combo. You know what I mean? Like, Mike Evans is a guy that's got yeah. good size, but he doesn't have a lot of speed. Amari Cooper's quick. Amari Cooper's quick, but it doesn't have a lot of size. You think DJ Chark's just a better player than those two guys? I like he's just like, better than those two I mean, guys? this is like, it, it's a bold take. I DJ Chark was a guy for me when I was watching uh, the incoming rookie class last year. DJ Chark is a second-year wide, second wide receiver. Last year before the NFL draft, I I look over the rookie class, and DJ Chark was my number one rated wide receiver coming into the rookie draft. He got drafted by the Jags, so I wasn't like in on DJ Chark as far as a fantasy court, or fantasy wide receiver last year. This year, Nick Foles hooked up with him week one, and I was like looking at it, and I was just like, man, Chark's going to be a good pickup. And then uh, Foles got hurt, obviously. And so then in came Minshew, and I ended up like, ended up picking up Chark, ended up drop Like, I was just like iffy whether or not to believe in Chark with Minshew. Like, I didn't know if Minshew was going to push the ball down the field enough. Well, we've seen Minshew likes to push the ball down the field. I like Chark. Chark's. Fast, big, high points the ball. I like Chark's talent. Uh, I just think Marshawn Lattimore is a top two corner in the league. I mean, you you get burned by DeAndre Hopkins. A lot of guys have been burned by DeAndre Hopkins. That's fine. That's one game. I, I feel like there's a bet in suing right there's now. There's a, a I feel a bet in suing right now, but we got to move on <laughs> so this podcast doesn't go like for an hour. Um, we'll agree to disagree on that. Stay tuned on a uh, – Pete and Olspet. We've we've made plenty of them. Um on to your picks. Pistols picks. Two and three again last week. Got screwed by that half point. Baltimore 
Steelers game. But these lines this week, pretty confident in this one. First one, Tampa against Carolina, the early London game. I've got Tampa winning the game. They're plus two. You're getting plus two and a half. It's almost a pick them. I just like Tampa winning the game outright. Really? I do. I like Jameis. I think Jameis is going to do – I think he's going to do well against Carolina. Minshew lit him up last week. I think Jameis has a good – I could see it. I, I could see Winston lighting it up, honestly. It, it always seems like someone lights it up in London. Yeah. Does it not? Like, it's just like – and it's always like that – like they're showing off the Bucks or something. Like, hey, hey, London, <laughs> you want the Bucks? Like, I've got them and then – this is a game we're going to disagree on. I can already tell. I got the Saints beating the Jags. That's a pick em game. I believe in the Saints. I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert, I've got I've got the Jags as my, uh, my roaster boast. I got the Jags winning. Jags are beating the Saints. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about that <laughs> later in this cat podcast. <laughs> um, this is not going to be a popular pick. I got Houston with the points plus four and a half. I can't believe that line's not closer, honestly. Yeah. I've got I, that a field goal game. I think that's a lock. Yeah. I think Houston co- covering, if not winning. I bet Mahomes banged up. I think Houston's winning that game. Yeah, I agree with that. And then uh, Niners getting plus three at the Rams. That home, there's going to be a ton of Niners fans in Los Angeles. I love Niners plus three. I do too. I think that's almost that's close to a lock for me. And uh, last game, it's a pick 'em. Seattle at Cleveland. Cleveland's zero two at home. Uh, Seattle's a two and a half point favorite. I got Seattle winning by a field goal. Easy. Yeah. I got Chris Carson a big Chris Carson game. Just make some money. Go make go make some picks. Those are some good picks. Yeah, I I like like those. This week's picks. So. Lock them in and uh, off to Max's Millies. Uh, yeah, so for my uh, my million dollar makers for the uh, for the week in DraftKings, um, for quarterback, I'm very high on Kyler Murray. You had him as a sweet. He's at six point five k. Love that price point. Love the matchup. I think Matt Ryan's another good option. Either either one of those quarterbacks, I'm definitely locking into my lineup. Um, other guys, Deshaun Watson. Definitely a good ceiling play. And then uh, Gardner Minshew. I mean, I think all four of those guys are good plays. I think Minshew's a good, like, cheap alternative if you're trying to do, like, a contrarian stack. Like, stacking, like, Minshew, Chark, and DD like, in a tournament, I think could could be a good contrarian play. Um, as far as running backs go, I really like Le'Veon Bell this week. Sam Darnold's back. Home versus Dallas. Like, I think Darnold can keep it competitive, and finally, like, Bell can maybe get something going. Uh, I think so, too. That line was big. It was, like, seven and a half. I think the Jets are going to keep that closer than people think. Yeah, I agree. Um, Some cheaper plays at running back, like, for cash games. I wouldn't do this in tournaments, but for cash lineups, I like Carlos Hyde and Adrian Peterson. Hyde's at 4.4K, and AP's at 4.5K. I think both are really good budget plays as far as a uh, cash game lineup goes. Uh, definitely allows you to spend up on like Hopkins, Julio, plays like that. And so I think for cash game considerations, I think those are some good plays as well as uh, I think Chris Carson at 6K is grossly underpriced. Yeah, it is. He's going to feast on that. Browns I mean, Pete Carroll's put his faith in Chris Carson. And you've seen it the last two weeks. He's rushed for 100 yards. He has touchdown upside. He catches balls out of the backfield. 
one guy to look 6K out for. 6K is cheap. Uh, David Johnson with his back locking up. Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Love that. That's yeah, I had him noted down here. I missed it. Yeah. If Ed, or if David Johnson is out, I'm getting Chase Edmonds in 90% of my lineups. Yeah, I think that's a great play. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for bringing that up because I almost missed that. Um, for wide receiver, I've got – like I like Boyd. I like – I love Gallup, 5,600 Gallup. Yeah, that's cheap. I'm slamming that. And then uh, Preston Williams is probably my cheeky play at 4,100. Um, plays Washington. Finally, like a bad defense, a game script where like maybe finally Preston Williams breaks out and does something good. Maybe something good happens for Miami. I don't know. No. Uh, I'm all in on Kenyon Drake and <laughs> Preston Williams, guys. All right. <laughs> Sue me. Um, and then Robbie Anderson at 4K I love too. With Darnold back. I think at 4K, that's that's a good tournament play. That's a guy that could boom bust for you. It is. Uh, Darnold likes Robbie Anderson. He's got talent too. Just that. And then obviously all your like top end guys, I I like. I mean, definitely spend up there. Like Zeke, Zeke's a good play, but I I kind of like fading Zeke and kind of going cheaper Carson, and then you can spend up and get a higher end wide receiver. Um, at tight end, I I love Ertz this week. Kittle, Hooper, your chalk guys. And then, I mean, I'm probably playing a lot of Disley too. Disley's yeah. kind of a little cheaper, a little better option. But I, I definitely just like the chalk at tight end this week. Yeah, I think Hooper will have a good game for 5K uh, Yeah, against Arizona. And I'm still I – I know the Niners are good and you hate golf, but Everett's so cheap. I, I have Everett listed too. I, I could so do Everett cheap. only if Cooks doesn't play. If Cooks is out, I, I like Everett. Yeah. But if Cooks is in, like I just don't know how many targets he's gonna get. Um, and then for defense, I'm playing Seahawks. Like I don't love a lot of the uh, a lot of the plays defensively. I think Seahawks or Niners could be some good plays. All right, and so our uh, final segment, roast or boast, where uh, Pete and I make some bold takes for the weekend, and then Tuesday we'll uh, we'll recap the action and uh, see who see who is right or wrong, and either roast them or or boast about it uh who you got pete uh trying to make it two weeks in a what row. do you got not who you got what do you got oh i've got i got houston coming into kansas city winning the game and then i've got my boy deshaun watson outdoing patrick mahomes fantasy point production i think he's going to score more fantasy points i believe he's going to have a decent amount of rushing yards i think he's going to score a rushing td i I hate to say it, but I I agree. With both? Um, I think both are like, I'm going to get roasted by some Chiefs fans here. And I just, Mahomes is banged up, man. Like, I I think the Chiefs are going to try to run the ball first off. And I just, I, I hate our defense. Like, our defensive line's banged up. I think the Texans are going to be able to run all over us. Uh, and then that's just going to set up play action. I, I agree, honestly. I, unfortunately, um, Chiefs Nation is going to be going to be upset. Twitter's going to blow up. Radio station call-ins are going to be telling us to fire Spagnola, and yeah, it's going to be uh, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' uh, first two-game losing streak of his career. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> NFL is a tough league, and you got to stay healthy. Um, don't hate that call. Uh, for mine, I mean, obviously, I have the uh, the Jags beating the Saints. Yeah, I, it's I, a pick'em game, so I like I don't know if that's bold enough. So I I got a second one written down, but 
But I, I think Jags over Saints is a pretty bold call. Um, we'll just go $20 right here. Let's just bet on that game. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on, Pete. Uh, not right now. Look, let's let's have a beer sometime. <laughs> um, for my other one, I've got Kirk Cousins thrown for 300 yards and three touchdowns versus Philadelphia. Put it up. Oh, my God. It's happening. Put them in your DraftKings lineup. Stack Cousins, stack Diggs, stack Thielen. Diggs? Is he going to wake up? Is he going to do anything? I mean, that's the perfect time to play him, isn't it? Little GPP action. Man, I just I can almost see Kirk Cousins throwing three picks. We'll see. I that is I think a big game take. from Cousins. Big game from Cousins. Jags win this weekend. Those are my bold takes. Man, I can't wait to come back here Tuesday and talk about those two. Can't wait either. <laughs> can't wait to watch some football this weekend. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at Mad Max FFFF. Like us on Facebook. Help support the page. Like our content, share with your friends. Um, Till next time, peace.